let's let's eat good tonight. Y'all ready to eat tonight? Yes. Um, the behavior of seed is what we're going to be talking about. The behavior of seed. The behavior of seed. Take good notes. Listen very carefully. Even those that are serving, I know you got to do what you do, but listen in. Tune in tonight. Even those over in the media suite, tune in tonight. What I'm going to share with you tonight and then maybe next week um, is is going to is going to push you into this next season God has already ordained for you. Um, I guess I shouldn't say push you into. It's going to set you up to do some things to push you into. Um, um, I, I told you before, so right now the behavior of seed. I told you before um, that our relationship, we talked about a little bit last week at the end of um, Pastor Tuan's message, our relationship with the word must be higher um, than ever before. Um, say this, my relationship, my relationship with, the word of God with the word of God must be higher, must be higher than, it's than it's ever been before. It's funny how in our natural relationships we place demands on people to increase things so we can get to another place. Um, we got to spend more time. We got to talk more. We're trying to get to this place. We got to grow more together. And we place these natural demands. It's the same thing with the word of God. Your relationship with the word of God must increase if you plan on going where you've been singing about. And write this down. And we must eat on another level. You're going to have to add some substance to your plate in this season. Some of y'all been eating too many church hot dogs and chips. I, I can't get with that kind of stuff. You, you're going to have to eat on another level so you can go to another level. Um, um, you're going to have to write this down. Approach the word with an intent or a purpose to yield to it and to do it. I must approach the word of God with a purpose and intent to yield to it and to do it. So our relationship with the word of God must increase, must be um, um, higher than it's ever been. We must eat on another level. We must approach the word of God with an intent. Listen to me carefully tonight. An intent to yield to it. And to do it. Even when you come to Bible class and come on Sundays, your positioning uh, um, of how you receive the word matters. The Bible tells us in Thessalonians, you got to receive it with meekness. That's an intent to do it. To yield to it. And we want, write this down, I want the word to have its way in my life. Now look at Matthew chapter 13. Let's go to work. Matthew 13. Verse number one, the same day when Jesus, um, the same day went Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside and great multitudes were gathered together unto him so that he went into a ship and sat and the whole multitude stood on the shore and he spake many things unto them in parables saying, behold, a sore went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seeds, underline that, fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. And some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up, because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. Verse 7, and some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. Underline thorns. Some fell on thorns. But others fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some a hundred, some sixty, some thirty-fold. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear or let him understand. Drop down to verse number 18. Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. When anyone heareth the word, now he's switching lanes, he's kind of expressing to us now that I'm talking about the word. When I'm talking about collard green seeds or apple seeds or orange seeds, I'm talking about the word. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received seed by the wayside. 
But he that receiveth the seed into stony places, the same is he that heareth the word and anon, that simply means immediately with joy receiveth it. Yet hath he not root in himself, but dureth for a while. He lasts from Sunday to about Tuesday. Um, he got the word. It was a great message. Pastor showed it, preached. I put some things on Facebook. But by Tuesday, it was already gone. For when tribulation and persecution arises because of the word, by and by, he is offended. He comes off of it. He also that receiveth seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word and the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and it becometh or he becometh unfruitful. But he that receiveth seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some 160, some 30. Go to Luke chapter number 8. He said you were ready, right? Luke chapter 8, look at verse number 4. And when much people were gathered together and were come to him out of every city, he spake by a parable. Same parable, but each, each one brings out something different. A sower went out to sow his seed. Tell your neighbor, he said, we ain't talking about money tonight. And he sold, some fell by the wayside and it was trodden down and the fowls of the air devoured it and some fell upon a rock. And as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. I like that. It simply needed to be watered. And some fell among thorns. There's that word again. Thorns. And the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. And, and, and other fell on good ground and sprang up and bare fruit in a hundred um, of hundredfold and when he had said these things he cried and says he that had ears let him hear let him understand what I'm saying and his disciples asked him saying what might this parable be what you talking about Jesus and he said unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God but to others in parables that seeing they might not see and hear and they might not understand now the parable is this the seed we've been talking about is the word of God. The seed is the word of God. So now Jesus assigns this seed dimension to the word. He, he, he tells his parable and he assigns a seed dimension to it. What he's telling us is the attributes and characteristics that apply to seed also apply to the word. The same characteristics that apply to natural seed also apply to the word. The same behavior of natural seed is the same behavior of the word. How do we know this? Because he summed it all up by saying the seed is the word. You know anything about seed and how seed operates and how seed behaves? He said, now look, you know that. You should know this too because the seed is the word and the same thing that governs natural seed governs word seed. The same way natural seed works is the same way the word works. Don't you miss this? That's why farmers, you don't catch them crying and worrying because they understand the behavior of seed. And they know they have it in the ground. When they, when they drive out on their acres, they don't see seed, they see harvest. Are you listening to me? Write this down. Let me set this up real good for you. Um, five laws that govern seed. Some about natural seed. Five laws that govern natural seed. Go to Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. Yeah. I like the sound of that. Verse 11. And God said, let the earth bring forth grass. The herb yielding seed. And the fruit tree yielding fruit after its kind. Whose seed is in itself. Jesus. Up on the earth and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass. And herb yielding seed after his kind. And the tree yielding fruit. Whose seed was in itself after 
after his kind and God saw that it was good. Drop down to verse 29. And God said, behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you. It shall be for meat five laws that govern natural seed. Number one, you probably heard these before. I taught part of this about maybe six years ago, but I got some new stuff on this here. Listen carefully. Every seed, number one, produces after its own kind. Five laws that govern natural seed. Every seed produces after its own kind. Every seed, say every seed. Not just plant an apple, get an apple. Every seed. Every seed. That's why my son looks and acts like me. Because every seed produces after its own kind. Come on here. Every seed produces after its own kind, number one. Number two, the harvest is always greater than the seed. You don't plant one apple seed and get one apple. The harvest is always greater than the seed. The harvest is always greater than the seed. Number three, the seed contains the fruit. The seed contains the fruit. And the fruit, number four, contains the seed. The seed contains the fruit and the fruit contains the seed. In this nice green apple... Is an orchard. In this apple is a whole lot of tiny, weeny, itty bitty seed, and in those seeds are a whole lot of apples, and in those apples are a whole lot of seeds. Because <laughs> the seed contains the fruit, and the fruit contains the seed. I got, I, got a, I got a good buddy of mine who, who um, um, had somebody come to do his lawn and, and they said, um, you want us to dig up this palm tree in front of your house? And he says, palm tree in front of my house? He's like, yeah. He's like, oh, I didn't even know it was palm tree out there because it was a little, it was small, but it was budding. And he's like, this thing going to get huge. And I don't know why this would be in front of the house. He's like, I don't know who would plant a palm tree in front of the house. A palm tree right in front of the house? You know how big those things get? And so the guy says, no, I don't think anybody planted it. I, I think seed just happened here. Because anywhere seed is planted, so it could have blew. It, it's kind of like a couple years back you saw on Channel 7 News, this guy on the south side of Chicago on Main Street, he's growing watermelon in his front yard. They said, you can't do that. Why can't you do it? He understood the behavior of the seed. (laughs) When I bite into this and I eat this and I eat the seed, I'm eating the whole orchard. See, it's, it's how you look at things once you understand the behavior of seed. So the seed is in the fruit and the fruit is in the seed. Number five, write this down. Seed just grows. All it needs is good ground and proper nurturing. It just grows. So, the same laws that govern natural seed, just gave you five, also govern word seed. So if you go one through five and talk about apples, oranges, collard greens, it works. The same thing works for the word. Every seed produces after its own kind and the seed is the word. 
the harvest is always greater than the seed and the seed is the word. The seed contains the fruit and the fruit contains the seed. When you grab the seed of the word of God and you begin to plant it in your heart, it contains what it is that you're speaking and planting. Seed just grows. It just needs proper nurturing and good ground. Whenever, write this down, whenever you possess the seed of a thing, you have the potential for fruit from that seed. Whenever you get a hold of seed, ah, whenever you get a hold of seed, you got the potential to produce what's in that seed. I think this is where we've been missing it. We've been saying, I, I, I'm just praying that I can stop being so angry. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You got to go find peace seed. You got to find discipline seed. You got to find self-control seed. Plant it. And seed just grows. Lord, help me to stop being so mean. Help me to control my temper. Help me, Lord. Seed. That's why we ask people, what word you got? What seed do you have? Because it's, 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 it's pretty foolish to keep going in your backyard and checking for collard greens and you never planting any collard green seeds. You wouldn't do that in the natural, but we do it in the spirit. We expect harvest off of stuff we never planted seed on. Because nothing in the kingdom just happens. We've been taught that in error that you just come and because you're here and because we shout and because the spirit was high, everything just going to happen this week. Lies, all lies. Everything is triggered by faith. Everything is triggered. He even said, if you understand this parable, you understand how the whole kingdom works. The whole thing is seed, time and harvest. Jesus was seed. You're the harvest from the seed that God planted in the earth. And harvest is still coming up years later. Because it's always greater than the seed. The behavior of the seed. Go to Colossians chapter 1. Come on, let's just walk through this. Let's, let's get understanding. Let's, 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 let's get some fruit going here. I'm, I'm just, I just want y'all to get this. Seed is to be understood and planted. That, and you don't, you don't always need no new seed. Why do we always want new seed? Give us something new. Give us a new word. When you go to McDonald's, you order the same number one, biggie size of fries, and get me a large Coke. When you go to your favorite restaurant, you order usually the same thing. You go there because you want, I got a taste for this. You, 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 ain't, you don't need no menu. You know what you're going to order. You know what you're going to order. You're going to start off with, with, a, with, with a Coke heavy ice. Come on here. I want a salad, put the dressing on the side. Bring some of them rolls on out here. I know what I want. Y'all ready to order? I'm ready. And it's the same thing you had the last time you was there. But you come in here and you want new seeds. Give us something new. Tell us something we ain't heard before. Give us some fresh revelation. And, and there is fresh revelation. But there's fresh revelation added to, to saying seed most of the time. Because the more I study, the more we study, the more I dig, the more we dig, we find new gems in there. But it ain't nothing new. That's the same thing. I mean, we read Genesis chapter 1. Well, I was before the Lord today and the Lord gave me Genesis 0 for y'all. I got some fresh. I got some strong for you. I don't want that reverend. Colossians 1 verse 3. We give thanks to God and the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praying always for you. Tell him I'm praying for you. Tell him because you need it. You need it. You need it. Tell him you need it too. Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which ye have to all the saints for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven the hope which is laid up for you in heaven 
There's a hope here on earth too. Whereof ye heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel, which is coming to you as it is in all the world, and bring it forth fruit. As it doeth also in you since the day you heard it and knew the grace of God in truth. Said the word brings forth fruit. If you see fruit, there was seed involved. Write that down. Anytime you see any kind of fruit, natural or otherwise, there had to be some seed involved. In any, any kind of fruit. You unmarried, you've been waiting and trusting God and getting yourself together and here comes your good thing and y'all get married and things are going great and God is fulfilling his plan in your life that's fruit which means there had to be some seed I admire a woman that understands seed time and harvest when it comes to marrying and dating and a man so you can't you can't overlook and just think this is some natural happenings I just got me a man now I got me a woman now I got me a car now I got me a this now if you see fruit it's fruit it's word fruit that had to be seed involved You had to be seen about. <laughs> Anytime you see fruit, it came from a seed. What does seed do first? Number one, seed produces the nature and character of God. Galatians chapter 5, turn there. Galatians 5. <sighs> I just want to help you tonight. Come on here. Galatians chapter number 5, verse number 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, verse 23. Come on here. Um, Meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. Look at verse 22, 23 in the New Living Translation. Come on. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Come on. Gentleness, self-control. Look at the amplified version of this. Let's amp it up. Come on here. Glory to God. But the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the work which his presence within accomplishes, is love, joy, gladness, peace, patience, and even temper, forbearance, kindness, goodness, benevolence, faithfulness, um, gentleness, meekness, humility, self-control, self-restraint, um, continence against such there is no law. Listen, listen, the first thing the seed of the word does, it produces a nature and the character of God in you. It produces something in you. Something in you. Catch what I'm telling you tonight. It produces first something in you. It aligns your living with the character of God. It produces something in you. Something in you. I'm trying to stop cussing. You ain't putting no seed in that in. Because it aligns you. Because you ain't going to find cussing in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Now you will find it in Galatians 5, but not those verses. Go back to Galatians 5. Go up a few few verses. Go up a few. Go up a few and start at verse 19. In the NLT. The works of the... The works of the... Old saints just call it the flush. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, your flesh, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, um, lustful pleasures, come on. Idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarrel and jealousy, outbursts of anger. That's road rage. Selfish ambition, dissension, division, come on. Envy, drunkenness, wild parties. 
and other stuff like this, other sins like these. This is what happens when you're not planting seed in. Because the fruit of the Holy Spirit produces this kind of thing in us, starting at verse 22. So the first thing it does, said the first thing. The first thing ain't a car. I'm just coming. I thank God for this word. I'm believing God for me a new wardrobe. But you still mean as a rattlesnake. The first thing the word does is aligns your living with the character of God. The nature of God. Christ likeness, God likeness. It, it, it causes you to act like God. But well, I ain't going to be able to act like God. Why not? You made in his image. That's the importance of these communities. We made in his image. Adam failed. Jacked us all up. We were born into sin. Now we got to change our nature. We, well, our spirits have changed. Now we got, now we got to change our mind. We got to renew our minds now. And the seed does that. It don't get no more clear than this. It produces something in you. Says something in me. Says something in me. Go to Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7. Ah Verse 16. Ah Matthew 7. This is the behavior of seed. This, this, this solves our problems. You come in for counseling of any type. Marital, whatever. This can be applied. Because one of the main issues that keep people combating is selfishness. And seed deals with that. Because it aligns you with the character and nature of God. And God ain't a selfish God. Well, I think, no, I don't think. He gave his only son for you. Look, look, Matthew 7. You shall know them, verse 16. By their, by their, do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewed down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. The second thing seed does is it produces that are in line with the word. So the first thing it does is it, it produces something in you, the character and nature of God. The second thing is it produces actions, um, lifestyles that are in harmony with the word. It, it, it produces something from you now. It, 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 it builds something from you. Um, produces actions uh, or, or lifestyles that are in harmony with the word of God. Second thing seed does. Because you know them by their fruit. So you sow the fruit that you want. You sow for the fruit that you want. You find seed that produces actions you want in your life and you sow that. And the seed produces now or builds something now from you. There's actions we can now see that you are a disciple or a follower of Jesus because of your actions. And these actions are coming from the fruit that's coming, that's coming from the seeds that you're sowing. Find the seed. Or, or say it like this, identify the fruit you want to see in your life, then find the seed. Identify the fruit you want to see in your life, then go find the seed. That's what you do in the natural. You go to the jewel and you go down the aisle and you say, I want to plant me some collards. So you look for collard seed. I want to plant me this spring and this summer. I want to give me some tomatoes and some cucumbers. So you go and you look for what you want to see. So that seed is going to now build something from you. First in you, now from you. Now I can see now 
that you 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 on a new page now because you ain't doing this and you ain't doing that and you ain't saying that. There's something going on with you. And it ain't just I looked at my hands and they look new. And I look at my feet. Oh, you you planted some seed and there's new fruit going. Anything else is religion and it don't work. Because you've been saying, if I, I, I don't do the things I, don't, I used to do. And I don't go to places that I, you, you lying. Because <laughs> it's just religious to say. I knew people who said that every Sunday. They would ad lib and sing and they would go to the club every night. How you going to be saying that? You know that's not even true. It's just the, the religious thing to say. And I looked at my hands and hey, look, no, and I looked at my feet and no, it's the same feet, same hands. So it produces actions that are in harmony with the word of God. Y'all can turn these fans off. Psalms chapter one. Psalms one. Hmm. So it produces something in you. It brings something from you. Number three. Seed produces results and manifestations of the word. It, it now builds something around you. Now you're seeing your house, your car, your shoes, these kinds of things. Psalms chapter one, verse one. Bless is the man. That walk it not in the counsel of the ungodly. Write this down. Here's what, here's, here's what I want to add to that. We talked about these thorns and we read uh, Matthew and Luke. Walking not in the counsel of the ungodly is you being, um, um, you on purpose removing the thorns in your life. Because you can get the word. And end up in the wrong company, and it'll choke what you got out. See, read this and bring this into reality. This ain't just some thorns on a rose petal. You, some of y'all may be sitting next to some thorns. And every time you try to step out with the word, they got some reason why you shouldn't. Because what happened to them last year? And I sold, and I did this, and that. And listen, that's your story, honey. Let me follow God. I said, let me follow God. So, so, so in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standing in the way of sinners, nor sitting in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doeth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree. Planted. Planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth not fruit, his fruit. From the work that I've done, the seeds that I've sown, I bring forth my fruit. I'm telling you what to do because I told you seed just grows. All seed needs is good ground and proper nurturing. Here is the nurturing. Get away from ungodly. Remove the thorns. Get away from all this foolishness. Your delight should be in the law of the Lord. That's the word. In this law, you meditate day and night. Then you'll be like a tree. Planted. By the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Now, something around you, now you begin to see manifestation of all the seeds, the word seeds you've been sowing. Now, your son is acting right, and your daughter then came home, and your hair is growing, and your tumor then went down. You got you a new house. Come on here, your joy is fulfilled. All this starts to happen now. And if you don't do this, you just in here hoping and wishing and praying every week and just crying, and, and Lord, don't pass me by. That don't work. That's religion. We get into a bind and we want to go, Savior, Savior, hear my humble. Shut up with that. Get you some seed. Stop it with that. God ain't moved by that. He, he, there are angels.
angels that are on call um, hearkening for the voice of the, the seeds you're going to drop. You talking about some do not pass me by. First Thessalonians. The behavior, the behavior is supernatural, it's productive, it's creative. Supernatural, miracle behavior of the word. First Thessalonians chapter number two. I'm giving you the answer tonight. I, I, I mean, it's, it's quick message, but I can, I can dive into this and, and, and work this for a minute here. But I, want, I want to fit it in Wednesday night. I need you to hear what I'm telling you. Because most of y'all sitting here and, and you, can't, you don't know the last time you found word, seed, and planted it. You're just hoping that whatever in your life that's not lining up with the word of God is just going to disappear. Or one day you'll get a prophecy and something will happen. You know, prophecy even has process. Yeah. Just because somebody said it don't mean. I'm, how many times you've been prophesied to? That don't happen automatically. And I hear the Lord saying ABC. ABC don't happen automatically. There's a process to that word. You got to sow some seed, some word seed after hearing that word. You got you to align some things. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse number E. Mm, mm, mm. Go back, go back, go back to Matthew. No, that's okay. I ain't got time. I, because I, I jump into something. First Thessalonians 2, verse 13. For this cause, also thank we God without ceasing. Because when ye receive the seed, is it okay? Oh, that bless you, bless you, dear. Is it okay that when I say word, we can also say seed? So when you come in here on Wednesdays and Sundays, you're receiving seed. That's why it's so important. Because if all of this works by seed time and harvest, we got to give you some seed every time you come in here. Now, seed was not meant to be put in your notebook and put on your dashboard. Because <laughs> one day you're going to need the harvest from that seed and realize it's still on the dashboard. It's almost equivalent to saying, I'm going to go down here tonight and I'm going to get this chicken and fry me some chicken tonight and give me a couple of sides and go down there and forgot, you forgot to take it out of the freezer. You're ready for the harvest, but you didn't. And now what you got to do? You got to run out and get something cheap. You got to spend some money you didn't have to, wouldn't normally have to spend. Had you used the seeds you get. And what happens is, oh, God help us tonight. Some of us, that becomes our regular routine. It's called cheap living. Because you never take time to put seed in the ground. So you're never living off a overflow and harvest. You're just trying to make it back. You, you're getting seed and stacking it up. You're just not doing nothing with it. You even come and, 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 you, and you antagonize the preacher. Give us some more seed. Come on, man. Talk about the seed. But you don't do nothing with it. seed there. You don't do nothing with the seed. It says, it says, it says First Thessalonians. <laughs> when you receive the word of God, the seed, which you heard of us, you received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. Look at what the seed does. Go to Go to the amplified of this upper room. Look, look at the supernatural, productive, creative behavior of the seed. 
And we also especially thank God continually for this, that when you received the message of God, the seed which you heard from us, you welcomed it not as the word of mere men, but as it truly is the word of God, which is effectually at work in you who believe, exercising its superhuman power in those who adhere to, trust in, and rely on. It's that superhuman power. So you're telling me this seed has superhuman power and it's on your dashboard? And, and, and we are now, we've been processing and, and, and kind of accustomed now to superhuman powers because there are all these superhuman movies that are out and, and, and we, you know, we was watching this one called Black lightning and just all everybody got superhuman powers and we believe that and we look forward to seeing that and that's great and they can do this and do that and superman and black panther and all that stuff but the word has this the, the real superhuman powers it can it can create something from nothing the doctors can tell you something is dead and the word can flip it Proper, proper ground and proper nurturing. Some of the nurturing is not letting everybody know what seed you got in the ground. You know, I'm real big on when people, when something happens and people are challenged, you know, keep that real close to the cuff. Don't put all that on Facebook and, and mama's sick and she in the hospital and daddy died and sister got a cold and uncle got a flu. We ain't got all that. You're going to get five people say, praying, praying, pray. They ain't praying for you. Most don't know how to pray. At least not pray the right way to word. Because this ain't praying. Oh, Lord, mama sick down here. Lord, come see about her. She can stop by the hospital. Jesus, that ain't praying. What you telling him to stop by the hospital for? You down there. You got authority. Stop by here, Jesus. Stop by and see about us down here. Why? He says, I give you power. I give you authority. Over all the power of the enemy. I gave you my name that's above every name. I gave you angels and my word and the blood and the Holy Ghost. Why are you telling me to stop by there? You equipped all of heaven is waiting to back you up. But you open the door to the enemy when you post it on the World Wide Web that they said mama ain't got but three days. They said baby sister she, she not doing so well. Why well, such a secret? And the secret ain't your business. I'm, 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 trying to, I'm trying to get this person to live. I'm trying to work. I'll put seed in the ground on this. And y'all, y'all putting your bad confessions on it and your bad mouth and your bad training and your bad gospel. I'm trying to nurture this. I'm telling the nurse. I don't want nobody in this room. Close this door. They, only people can come visit. I, well, that's her uncle. They can't come up here either. Because they ain't coming to visit. They're coming to view you while you're alive. having a wake and I'm still living. Yeah, she just... What are we doing? I found more Holy Ghost filled nurses and doctors than some of these believers. They don't even know all the truth you know, but they, you believe that? I believe with you. I believe with you, Mr. Royal. And here come the saints. Well, she ain't looking too good. You know, mama was like that too, you know. My sister had that same thing. I don't know. I mean, we believe God, though. We believe God. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I don't, yeah, y'all, y'all been feeding her? Yeah, let me, I'm going to, Facebook. I ain't putting on Facebook now. At the hospital with Mama Jean. Y'all pray she ain't doing too good. Doctor said. But we believe God. Hallelujah. If you don't get your bit, you ain't. 
you understand the miracle of ability of seed. You understand it. Because the same things that govern natural govern the word. Anybody planting here? Plant gardens? Yeah, stand up, Miss, Miss Dorothy. Just stand up. You plant vegetables and all that stuff? You do. When, when, when you go out to plant, what do you say as you go out? Do you say, I'm going to plant some seed in the yard? Or do you say, I'm going to plant some tomatoes? You're going to plant tomatoes, that's what you say. Why are you speaking of your seed in finished form? Because when you go out, it's still in the package. It's still in seed form in a 19 cent packet. But you say, I'm going to plant some tomatoes. Because you understand the supernatural miracle working power of the seed. And all I got to do is plant it. So you plant it. And it takes about how long for tomatoes to come up? Well, I can eat them. How, how long it take? About five weeks. So, so you go out and, 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 and you say, I'm going to plant some tomatoes. And so I come back to your house about five weeks later. And I ask you this. I said, they look real nice. How... How did you get them to be so nice and round? How did you get them to look so red? How did you get the little leaves to grow like that? And, and how did you get the little stem to grow like that? And, 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 and what you going to tell me? The seed knows to grow. Because you didn't do that. All you did was planted the seed. You ain't going to do it It coming out red or round or long or stiff. That ain't going to do with you. All you did was planted the seed and watered the seed and the seed knew to do what it knew to do. And now you can sit and slice your tomatoes and put them on a salad or a sandwich or a burger and enjoy the harvest of the seed you planted. But you didn't get in the ground with the seed and work it out. And some of us trying to work it out. It's your job to plant the seed. Find it, plant it. Determine what you want to see grow. And put it in the ground. And then over time, you said five weeks. Over time. Over time. That's where patience comes in. already said I'm going to plant me some tomatoes. I know they're coming. It's just a matter of time. So so I hold fast to my confession I had when I planted the tomatoes while I'm waiting for the tomatoes to come up. So people come and say, what's that? Oh, they're my tomatoes. They've been about four weeks. I can even put a demand on my arrival time. can do that I can do that but what we've been trying to do you just said it you're going to do it how round it is or red it is you you just plant the seed and go back in the house and sit down you know you put it in good ground and you water it every day you're good right Thank you, Miss Dot. Y'all clap for her. You write this down. I am responsible. Write it down. I am responsible for planting seed in my life. 
Because some of us, I, I, yeah, I heard you, Holy Ghost. I got to teach this on Sunday, on a Sunday. Um, some of us have fruit in our life that we didn't plant. That's it. I got my daddy's anger. I got my mama's this. I, 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 I was raped. I was molested. I, I, I got all. I got these these this fruit in my life that I didn't plant. I'm dealing with lust because I grew up. Uncles always had porn on, and I was in a room with them. They didn't even care that I was a kid. I, I, I got to deal, deal with this. You got all this this fruit in your life that you didn't even plant, but you are responsible for planting new seed to get it out. If you don't plant new seed to get it out, you become, you move to the victim list. And there's no victims in the kingdom. Yeah, I, I know. Because it's, it, it, it's, we, we, we say, I didn't plant that. I didn't act for this. I know you didn't. And it's wrong and it's evil and it's demonic. But once you get this word, you are required now to plant new seed, to uproot that old stuff and get new fruit in your life. And you can't be a believer sitting up under seed, getting seed every week. I'm mean, come on, mama mean. No, 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 no. I got lust because my daddy had love. It running in our family. All the men in our family got lust issues. I got that, but you got new seed now. So you can't use that excuse. I got to cheat. All the men in my family cheat. No, you don't. You got new seed. You got self-control seed. So yeah, yeah, you didn't cause it. You didn't plant that in your life, but it's there now. But you got to get it out. Lest you be the victim. There's no victims in the kingdom, only victors. Go to Acts 20. I am responsible for planting new seed to uproot what I don't want in my life. What I don't, that's the key. What I don't want in my life. Some of us want it. Be okay with it right now. This is who I am. I'm just being me. I'm doing me. But if you don't want it in your life, you plant new seed. Take a list. Make a list tonight when you go home of things in your life you don't want, you don't like. Just write it down. You know, temper, lust, unforgiveness, and then put the seed next to it. You have no excuse. The first thing I ask you when they come office for counseling, what, what are you doing about this? What word are you using? You use them. See, oh, I'm, just, I'm just tired of them. What, yeah, I, got, I got that. I know you're you tired of them because I'm tired of you coming in here. What seed are you using? Because we don't want to do that. We don't want to do the work. We can preach about the work, sing about the work, prophesy about the work, tell everybody else to do the work. We don't want to do the work. I can get up, I can get up from my desk. We can switch sides in counseling. And you can tell me what I should be doing. But you ain't going to do it yourself. Because you know the answer. You just are hoping and wishing that somebody agree with your carnality in counseling. And justify your foolishness. That's what you really want when you come to counsel. You don't really want no help. You want to tell your side and hope that they hear my side and tell the other person that And if, if, if I'm in counseling and I take sides, I need to be fired. Because there's only one side. That's this side. I don't know people, I, you wouldn't, I talked to them, but that didn't do nothing either. It didn't do nothing either, huh? The word didn't work either, huh? Okay. All right. Okay. Acts 20. This is good to me. Acts 20, Paul's been preaching. Now he's about to go to Jerusalem. He didn't have to go, but he wanted to. I like Paul. I liken myself to Paul now. Um, and now, brethren, verse 32. He says, I commend you to God. I've been working with y'all and dealing with y'all and teaching y'all. Now I'm going to commend you to God. I'm going to give you over to God. And to the seed. The word of his grace, 
which is able to build you up. Not encourage, that, that don't, if you study that, that don't mean encourage you, make you feel better in the Lord. That means it's able to construct something from nothing. It's a construction term. It'll build stuff in your life and give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. There's an inheritance that came through the finished work of Jesus Christ that some of us are not even walking in. And the word builds you up to walk in it. There's an inheritance. There's an inheritance. Jesus died and left us an inheritance. This, in this story, this really gets me. Because he died, he left us an inheritance, then he got up to make sure that we walked in it. So you ain't got to argue about what Jesus said and, and what he left us because he's living now to make sure we get it. Yeah. You know how we do somebody pass away, we argue for three months on what, who won't get the TV. We ain't got to do that. Because when he died, we all get a TV. We all get peace. We all get joy. He says, so, so I leave you to the word. It's going to build you up to so get what I left you. And then I'm also going to leave you with a comforter that's going to give you the peace and joy and the fruit to walk in it. Man, this is good to me, Pastor Kelly. The word, said this, the word, the word can, connect me. can connect me. I'm sorry, has the ability, has the ability to, connect to connect me with everything, with everything that, God, that God, that Jesus, that Jesus died, for me to have. died for me to have. Go to 2 Timothy chapter 3. Oh God, should I go into this Jesus? Mm-hmm. Y'all come back next week. Yeah. Are we on the same page a little bit? Or? <laughs> we are? Okay. This, this, this right here is, is it for me. I just told you anything in your life can be fixed through what, I, what I'm teaching you right here. Anything. So if you don't want to, if, if, if you want to waddle in what you waddle in, then that's just on you. But we're giving you tools here. We're giving you the tools for your marriage, your children, your family, your body, all of that, your finances. You put that seed in there, it's going to come up, Jack. Isaiah said a seed cannot come back empty handed. The seed must produce, it must accomplish what it was planted to produce. Yeah. Right. Why tell you, turn? I thought we read that. We didn't read that? Okay, well, let's read it then. Verse 14. 2 Timothy 3 and 14, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of. Knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Jesus Christ. He's telling Timothy here, you've been in the scriptures all your life. You've been getting this seed. And this seed has made you wise, wise unto salvation. Unto all of this package of salvation. What he's saying here is the seed of the word has produced in Timothy's life over time. Continually. Since you was a child, you've been getting this seed. You, since a child, you've known the Holy Scriptures. You've had seed. Which are able to make thee wise unto salvation. Now you've come up into, into the fullness of what God has called you to be. Timothy's not a campus pastor over one of Paul's churches. He, he tells him, don't, don't let nobody despise your youth. You know, you be an example. All this because the word, the seed has been working in his life the whole time. Y'all better listen to what I'm telling you. And some of y'all 
been trying to do it on your own. All your seed is in your notebook, on your dashboard, and you've been trying to work at yourself, and that's why you are failing. This seed is incorruptible. It, it, it has to produce. This ain't something you brought at the jewel tomorrow. I got a bad pack. No, 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 no. This is the seed of the word of God. It's got to produce. Go to Acts. Yeah. I'm loving this. Go to James first. I'm just going to keep on teaching. What time am I supposed to stop? Oh, I'm at zero. Well, I'm going to make an executive decision. I'm just... <laughs> oh, man. You said finish James? I think I will. James 1. Verse 25, wherefore, lay up, if you get this, this message will restore marriages that are dead. Because first you're going to plant this seed and it's going to do what first? It's going to first work in you. Because some of y'all can't see past you. It's going to work in you. First, it's not going to change her first or him first or, or fix the rent first. It's going to fix you. It's going to do a work in you. It's going to line your thinking and all your soul with the word of God. It's going to flood your soul. Your thinking, your choosing, your feeling, your imagination, your intellect. It's going to, it's going to flood all of that. It's going to do something in you. And you're going to say, wait a minute. So, James 1, 25. Pull it up, pull it up, pull it up. But whosoever, no, 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 no. 21, 21, 21. 21, 21. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness. Lay apart all, let, say lay apart. lay apart. Here we go again. Remove the thorns. Say remove the thorns. Remove the thorns. Lay apart all. All filthiness and superfluity of that's a lot of naughtiness. The, the, the word make it sound so superfluity of naughtiness. And receive with meekness. Here's, here's the posture that you receive the seed with meekness. The engrafted word. What does engrafted mean? Talk back to me. Anybody know what engrafted means? Look it up real quick. Somebody. Implant it. Root it. Come on, holler out. Embed it. Carved. Get you an 1828 Bible dictionary if you don't have one. It'll bless you. 1828. Receive with meekness and grafted word. Which... Receive with meekness the engrafted, embedded, and carved. What else y'all said? What else y'all said? Implanted seed, which is able to. This ain't talking about get you to heaven. This, this, that happened when you receive Jesus. Save your soul is aligning your thinking, choosing, and all that with the word and how God wants you to live here on earth. Cause ain't nothing like being saved and still living like you ain't. It's like having a job with benefits that you can't use. Ain't that terrible? Receive this seed with meekness. What does meekness mean? With the intent to yield and to do. Write that down. Receive with meekness. I, I'm sitting here tonight with meek, humble. My intent is to receive, yield, and do the seed that I'm about to receive tonight. Because it's going to change something by Friday. Amen. It's going to fix something, like she said, in five weeks. In five weeks, I'll have some tomatoes. 
in four weeks, I'll be done with this anger. In two months, I won't be cussing no more. Three months, I'll see him different. Because <laughs> once that happens, now you can hear on what to do. You can't hear God with all this clutter. You can't hear God with all this flesh. You can't hear God, but you cannot hear God clear with all of that going on and your flesh louder than his word and TV loud. And you watching the, 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 the sexy ladies of Gary and, the, and the, 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 the whatever, all this crap on television. You know what I'm saying? Now you're living in all this other reality and your reality is dying. Don't get caught up in nobody else's reality like that. Because here's the thing about it. It ain't even their reality. That's TV. Most of them rented that house and that car for the show. It's props. It's staged. It's makeup. It's editing. And they getting paid and you at home talking about, this is my show. No, it ain't my show. I ain't getting no check for it. You keep watching. The ratings keep going up. They keep giving her more money to write more crap. And none of it glorifying God. Ain't none of it glorifying God. None of it. All of it, most, 99.9% of it is, is against the word. You know, we watched this show called Blackish. I don't know if I'm watching it no more. Um, and so I watched a little bit less. I watched five minutes of it last night. And in the first five minutes, it was about the son having sex. And the daddy says, oh, what's the boy's name? Junior is blanking. You know, the explicit. That's how the show came on. The black family show. And the whole show, they celebrated their son having sex and how proud they was of him. And we said, that's my show. And the daughter broke off and gave her a show called Grownish. And it's devilish. I'm, I'm just trying to tell you. We need to spend more time with this seed. All of us. All of us. More time with this seed. So we can get our reality where it's supposed to be. Last scripture. Can I give you one more scripture? I'm not going to give you no scripture. Not because I, I keep driving. If I no, let's just stop. Park the car. Turn it off. Did y'all receive somebody this tonight? Yeah. Yeah. I said, did you? Yeah. 